Hey everybody, it's Brad here. Before we get started with the show today, I wanted to take a minute and let you guys know about our coaching program we run here at Macros Inc. We believe that every person on the planet deserves to live their healthiest and best life. A qualified nutrition coach and personal trainer can be the key to living that life. At Macros Inc., we provide fully customized one-on-one nutrition coaching and online personal training that has changed the lives of 10,000 people and counting. We offer a two-week free trial for our nutrition coaching, and you can get started risk-free today. Just go to macrosinc.net slash services and sign up. Let's get into the show. Man, episode number 80, that's crazy. Well, we're back in the studio. Today, we're going to be talking about why you should chase skills and not rules why shortcuts never pay off, how most of our anxiety or stress isn't actually from what's occurring today, and why your life is only limited by the choices you make and the mindset that you have. Let's get into the show. All right, Nutrition Insight for the day has less to do about actual nutrition information and more about how you even approach setting up your diet, setting up your nutrition plan, or doing what you need to do to get the results that you want with regard to your nutrition. I've been around the nutrition game for, it feels like forever. I know it's only been like probably 15 years, but it feels like I've I've seen everything come and go. And there's been a lot of really cool lessons to learn along the way. And one of the big things that I've learned, not only just from, from being around the industry, coaching a lot of people, building a couple companies, is... As the end user, you know, the person who's actually trying to use nutrition as a tool to get to where they want to go in life, is there's two major approaches that you can take to your, your dietary approach. And they come down to these two different ideas. You can go after rules. You can look at programs that give you specific rules. Or you can try to chase or build the skills that you need to understand why you're doing what you're doing and how to do it in the long run. And it really comes down to like two different fundamental ways of thinking about it, right? When I look at a place like, let's say Weight Watchers or a Whole30 or I don't know, I think like the newest craze is like the, the Hard 75 or Paleo or maybe even Keto, we could maybe throw in this um, intermittent fasting, things like that. What you're really doing is you're taking this approach of, can I take these very basic heuristical ideas, apply them to my whole life, and hope that these rules can constrain my behavior such that I get the end result, even though I don't know why it's happening, right? So if you, let's just like look at Whole30, right? What you're doing is you're just basically implementing a set of rules around your life that you can, you can do this, but you can't do that, that hopefully construct behavior patterns that lead you to consuming less calories so you can lose weight. Paleo does the same thing. Keto does the same thing. Intermittent fasting does the same thing. Um, That's a fundamentally different idea than, hey, let me understand what are the fundamental skills that I need to have in order to manage energy intake, manage macronutrient intake, manage micronutrient intake, and build a set of skills and habits around my life such that no matter what scenario I'm in, I have a good solution to whatever the problem is, right? 
throughout, like, let's just say you look at your adult life, right? I think about from 20 to 30, I had pretty high physical activity output. Um, like being in peak shape was super important for me. I played a ton of basketball, like fueling for those things was what really mattered. And I needed to know how to do that. On the flip side, now that I'm 33, my goals are I want to remain at a healthy body weight. I want to remain at a healthy body composition. And I want my body to be able to do the things that I want to do. I don't necessarily need it to compete at a super, super high level anymore, right? It's like, can I maintain health? Can I maintain longevity? And can I maintain being able to at least physically do the things that I want to do from 33 to probably 53, right? That's kind of the next stage of life. Then when I have kids, it'll probably change a little bit and things like that. But what I did in my 20s was I learned and built the skills of like, hey, I can transition this, right? I can figure out how to manage energy balance at a very high intake or at a very high expenditure. And then when I was in graduate school, when I wasn't quite as busy, I had a couple of years where it was a relatively low expenditure, but I could control that. And so that's why it's really important to try to chase skills and not rules. And this doesn't just apply to nutrition, right? This applies to um, I was actually talking to one of our directors, Derek Sounders, about this. <clears throat> and he used to be a mechanic in his previous life. And we were talking about just like, hey, like, you know, car engines. And he was like, you know, I could tell you the exact steps to take apart and rebuild an engine, but I can't really tell you what each piece does. So if I had to go in and like diagnose something and that's this engine, I wouldn't really know what to do. Like, I wouldn't know why it's not working. I would just know, hey, if this part's not working, take this part, this part, this part, this part out, and then in reverse order, put this part, this part, this part, this part in. And that's kind of the rule-based approach versus the skills. And so you can see why there's such a major difference in those two different approaches. And so why this matters is just like life, the nutrition game, the dieting game, the health and fitness game, it's a long-term play, right? It's not like, hey, I'm just trying to lose this weight for this wedding and then my life will be good. It's, yeah, you've got to lose this weight for the wedding that you're going to be in, but what are you going to do after that, right? Sure, you may have a couple weeks where your weight's low and maybe it comes back and then maybe you want to address it again. Or maybe once you get there, you don't want to backslide very much. Or maybe once you get there, you want to use that as a springboard to start doing endurance sports at a better body composition. So it's really important, like, the time is going to pass anyway, right? If you're 30 today, you're going to be 40 in 10 years regardless of what you do. So you might as well spend that time chasing the skills and not just implementing rules from different approaches. So that's the nutrition insight for today. That may also be kind of a sneaky underhanded coaching pitch because one of the biggest things that we do with our coaching is we try to really get people past thinking about the rules. And we spend a lot of our time trying to help people chase and build the skills they need. So let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back to our business insights. All right, our business insight piggybacks a little bit off of the nutrition insight, because I think there's a lot of parallels here. Um, But the insight really, it's it's pretty obvious, but I kind of want to walk through a little more detail on it, is shortcuts never pay off. When you are in the business world, whether you are an employee, 
whether you are a customer or whether you are a business owner, founder, entrepreneur, whatever, shortcuts never pay off. Now, you may get some short-term reward from a shortcut, right? You may get a quick bump in cash flow. You may see a spike in sales. Um, You may be able to sneak that return past the company because you faked a receipt. Um, As a employee, you know, maybe you lucked out and turned in a sub-quality work product that nobody noticed because nobody really looked at it. But shortcuts never pay off in the long run. And there's two reasons why. It took me a long time to figure out why shortcuts... Well, three reasons. Um, Why shortcuts never pay off. The one most obvious reason, this is the one that just popped into my head and why it's three, is if you do something that's not legal to take a shortcut, you will end up being out of the game pretty quickly, right? And then there's two other reasons, the two main reasons. When you take shortcuts, you essentially develop a pattern of behavior that takes the road of least resistance to get to where you want to go, and you avoid the opportunity to get better. Right, So I think about every time I've had a really big, tough project. I've had a big, tough business problem. I've been in a sticky situation about the ethics of something. Anytime that I've had to work through that, it's been difficult. But on the other side of it, I either end up with you know, a much greater appreciation for either my job or the work that I'm doing, and I end up with a totally new skill set, right? Maybe now I know how to handle that exact same situation in the future. Or maybe if it was a really tough work product, I figured out how to work through adversity and I figured out how to del- deliver a really good work product. And now maybe the next time I have to do that same type of project, it's much easier, it's much faster, and I'm more efficient and can generate more revenue per time than I spend on it. So that's the first reason, right? Is when you take shortcuts, all you're really doing is you're depriving yourself of an opportunity to get better, right? Do things the right way and do things even... I wouldn't say do things the hard way because if you can do things the easy way, that's the better way to do it. But if it's something that's difficult, just work through it because the worst thing that's going to happen is you're going to end up better on the other side of it. The second thing is your relationships and your network really are everything, especially in the business world. Now, I haven't been perfect about this, right? I've probably burned a few bridges just because like, you learn and you grow as a human being. Sometimes you have bad days and you make bad decisions. Sometimes you are short with people and sometimes you just are not awesome to other people. So sometimes you end up burning relationships. But whenever you take shortcuts, everybody else notices. And generally what happens is that ends up costing you relationships. And so when you think about what that means in terms of the long-term career capital you're building, whether you're an owner, whether you're a consumer, or whether you're an employee, those relationships are your long-term capital. So let's say this business, let's say this business that you're in fails, right? And you need to start up another one. Well, if people saw that you worked really hard and you did things the right way and it was just bad market timing people are still going to trust that you're going to do things the right way and they're probably going to give you another opportunity. 
Heck, that may have even happened four or five times, and people are still going to give you the opportunity. But if they notice, like, hey, you were taking shortcuts, you didn't do things the right way, I don't trust that you're going to do things the right way this time. Um, so that's a big piece of it, right? And then the other thing is, you know, building those relationships allows you to be much more efficient in building any sort of career business opportunity that you have, right? Nobody has the skills to do everything themselves. And a lot of times what you really need is you need to be able to pick up the phone and call people to get things done faster, cheaper, more efficiently. And if you're the kind of person who has good integrity in your relationships, people know you're not going to take shortcuts and they know that you're going to work well with them, it's going to be very easy for you to get things done that way. So business insight, shortcuts never pay off. We'll take a quick break and then we'll jump into the last segment of the show. All right, what am I learning today? This is something that I swear I've heard before, but for some reason it never really resonated with me until uh, yesterday. I was listening to a podcast. Um, I'm going to pull it up so I can share the episode with you. It was uh, the Lex Fridman podcast, and there was a guy named Joshua Bach, Joshua Bach, not Joshua, Joshua Bach on there. And he said something very interesting. He said, most of our anxiety or stress comes from looking into the future, so projecting what's going to happen, or thinking about the past slash dwelling on our memories, and not what's actually in the present. So most of our anxiety, stress, suffering actually doesn't come from what's going on at any given moment, right? The present is relatively stress-free and anxiety-free for most of our life, right? Now, there may be situations like fight-or-flight situations where there is immediate anxiety or stress, like just chemically. Um, But when we think about what causes our anxiety and stress in the modern world is it really is what do we think is going to happen or we're thinking about what already happened. So I've done a terrible job of my life of being present, right? I'm always looking to what is the next thing that I need to do? What is coming up? What do I need to prepare for 10 years from now, right? Like that's always been my mindset. Um, And so I think, this was a really crystallized way to kind of be like, hey, if you want to address some of the anxiety, stress levels in your life, you have to focus on being present because that's the actual mechanism to reduce stress. So uh, that's it for what am I learning today? The daily win is the paint is done at our construction project. And this week they should be finishing electrical and probably start laying flooring. The only reason that this is a daily win, at least for this show is that I took all of our tile, flooring, lighting, uh, all that stuff that was sitting in my garage for like six months. It's all out, and it's at the job site now. So I actually, this weekend, I'm going to get everything cleaned up and like reorganized in my garage so I can park a car in there. It's very exciting. So that's my daily win. I've reached the age of my life where moving stuff out of my garage and getting my garage organized is a daily win. I'm not sure how I feel about that, but that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, Last one is daily learning lesson. 
Your life is only limited by the choices you make and the mindsets you have. Now, I'm not saying circumstances don't matter because they do. But if you really think about the world that we live in, the fact that anybody has an iPhone and has access to the internet and essentially unlimited knowledge, your life is really only limited by the choices that you make and the mindset you have. So if you think about what that means, really what that means is if you can have a mindset that looks far into the future, can get through some adversity, can be positive, can feel like you can always change your, who you are, to quote um, a knight's tale, change your stars, and you can make really good choices based on the best information you have, the ceiling on your life is relatively unlimited, right? There's relatively little that you can't achieve that's within reason, right? Now, not everybody's going to be Michael Jordan or Jeff Bezos, but your ceiling is way higher than you think, and it's really only limited by the choices you make and the mindset you have. That's it for episode number 80. I'm Dr. Brown. I'm out of here. I will see you guys on Thursday. Take care.